friend. I hope you are doing great today. I am really excited to get into today's, uh, today's uh, subject, which is the, the power of words. So the words that we're using have power and it's, it's it relevant and important, I find, to be conscious about which word we choose and how we, uh, when and how we share them uh, to, uh, because they have an impact, not just in the way we use them, but how they sound. So I'm gonna, uh, we'll dive deep down, uh, we'll deep dive into this subject uh, this, this evening, and I'm gonna connect this with NLP, a, a couple of concepts of NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. And the, uh, the, the idea behind NLP is that it, it's kind of the, the science of communication. So we're gonna mix all of that together to really start, at least, start to understand or explore a little bit how much the words we choose to uh, to express and to express ourselves and to identify certain concepts, how much power they have and how deeper than we originally thought the those meanings and that power uh, goes into. So if you're if it's your first time on my live, this is the chit show where we consciously deepen our inner peace. So the chit show, C-H-I-T, meaning uh, it's a Sanskrit word that means consciousness. So we explore different subjects that um, impacts or supports our conscious concepts and consciousness as a whole. And it's always in the idea that the more we understand how we work, so, uh, you know, we are much more similar than different, but uh, we all have our own, um, uh, you know, uh, uniqueness. So the much, the more we understand how we together, but how I, uh, the more I understand how I work, and the more you understand how I'll, how you work. Geez, today <laughs> it's going to be a tough one today. Then the more we understand how we work then the more we can consciously choose our actions that will ultimately deepen our inner peace. So that's the main concept of the show. My name is Ian. I am your host and guide on this uh, journey. So thank you for being here and thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself. Now you're investing time, you're investing resources. So thank you for being here. All right. A uh, couple of comments to start. Hello, Ian. Comment vas-tu, mon ami? Hi, everyone. That was French. <laughs> Salut, David. Super content de t'avoir ici. Uh, so, uh, yes, I, I do speak uh, French and English. I'm originally from Quebec, uh, Canada, so a French uh, province in Canada. So if you have French questions, French comments, you can put them in the, the chat whether you're on Insight Timer, YouTube, or LinkedIn, and I have access to all the chats, so that's how we can communicate. Um, Olivia, hi, Debbie, hello, Ian. Hello, Olivia, thank you for being here. Uh, always uh, a pleasure to see uh, uh, familiar faces to pop up in, uh, in the chat. So again, if you want to participate during the live, the chat is the way to go. That's how we can communicate together. 
and if you want to go uh, engage in a similar conversation, but with, with more options, I would say, we have the CHIT, uh, the CHIT Circle, which is a group on the Insight Timer platform. And we connect through the group. We recommend what uh, resonates at the moment with, uh, for us. And we can exchange on that. So, uh, uh, Pauline, bonne nuit, Yann, and friends. <laughs> bonne nuit, Pauline. So, uh, that means good night. So, I'm guessing that Pauline is uh, uh, in a, a little bit further ahead in my time zone. So, for me, it's right now it's 7 p.m., so 7.05 so depending on the time zone, because we have we literally have people from around the world tuning in, which is uh, always uh, super, uh, really special for me that, you know, uh, we are literally connected throughout the world on this show. So thank you all for being here. It's always a, a great pleasure. So let's jump into the, the subject of the day, the power of words. And we're going to link all that with a couple of concepts of NLP, which will enable us to uh, start to explore because it's a super vast subject and environment to explore the, the, the power of the words that we choose to communicate how we feel, what we want, uh, you know, to direct people, to... Uh, to influence or to manipulate too. So it's always super important to be conscious about the power that our words have on ourselves and on others. And because it's so large, what we will uh, specifically focus on today is how the words are constructed and how they sound. So more of the phonetic of the word. So when we use a word, regardless of how we interpret it, how we say it, and how it sounds to others, that will, um, uh, I would say, that will support the meaning that they will give it. We'll get into uh, that, you know, uh, one step at a time. So uh, for those of you that when I say NLP, you have no idea what I'm talking about. It's neuro-linguistic programming. So it's basically the science of communication. So the two founders of NLP, they started um, uh, noticing patterns in communications uh, throughout, you know, well, between human beings, but on a multiple multitude of levels. And they started drawing like a map that when we use a certain type of communication, a certain result, comes out of it and you know all like really really intricate map of the communication overall and it came it became kind of the um the basis of a lot of uh, well the science base basically of communication and through nlp when once you start to understand some of the basic concepts of it uh, we can we can kind of identify where hypnosis comes from and how it works on ourselves, on others. And then we can really start to um, go deeper into our level of communication. So uh, as you may probably know, we have, uh, there are very various levels of communication. It can be super superficial. We can 
the deep dive into emotional stuff or deep psychological manipulation. And the, the, the idea of understanding all of that, which it's always, it's a, um, a science that is always evolving. So I don't know if we can and understand all of it, but when we choose to lead, when we choose to show up, to step up and be ourselves, it is relevant to have a, a little bit of a grasp on some key concepts because sometimes when we choose to express ourselves, we can be frustrated or disappointed by the, the response that comes back to us. So we, you know, we open up emotionally, we, oh, we, we're being vulnerable, we express something, and then the feedback that we get we, could be interpreted in so many ways that sometimes it ends up hurting us. But when, when we know that how we express ourselves is not completely dependent on, uh, or no, I should say the, 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 the way the person reacted from our expression is not completely dependent on how we expressed ourselves, then we understand that there is a lot of room for interpretation. So when I express myself, I'm expressing myself right now, what I'm saying the, there is a difference between what I'm saying and what you are ultimately understanding. And being conscious of that, then I can, uh, I can understand that if you come back with a question or a comment, uh, whether good comment, good feedback, or a harsh comment, there is a flexibility, there is an openness to say, well, yeah, I said something, you understand, you know, I may have said ABC, you understand XYZ. So obviously there's, uh, there's room to, uh, to get the better at communicating with each other. But uh, just the, you know, before getting into that, just to take a step back and understand that there is, that, that is a science of communication. And each time that we make hopefully a conscious decision to use a certain word or to talk a certain way, you know, just the, the, the way that uh, we use our voice to talk to somebody else, what we wear communicates something, uh, how we behave, we're communicating 100% of the time. So being aware of that, that what I want to communicate is not necessarily what you will hear or what you will understand then it creates an openness and a flexibility to communicate authentically both ways. So I don't want to go too deep into the, the NLP concepts and main idea because uh, as, I, as I shared, it is a, uh, you know, a science that is con constantly growing and deepening. So let's keep it, keep it simple get to the 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 subject and uh, we're gonna have some uh, interesting uh, findings or aha moments anyway i hope so <laughs> so if you want to uh i'll start off with a, with a question uh about the the power of our words how do you uh, not how what do you think is the the most powerful word that you could use in any type of conversation, the, the most powerful word that you could uh, use to transmit a message, to share a feeling, to have about any, any type of communication. 
it, it's kind of a trick question. So <laughs> bear with me on this one. But if you want to share that in the, the comment section, I will take a sip of water and we will, uh, we will jump into the subject right after that. I see that uh, Monica just joined us. Hola, Monica. Thank you for being here. Always a pleasure to see you. If uh, I want to remind you, when I share, uh, I ask a question like that, feel completely free to answer or not answer, no pressure. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm respectful of that. I know I just put you on the spot for a, a, a tricky question, but uh, yeah, just let's see where, where uh, we can go with this. So, um, Oh, that's not that's not a comment for me. <laughs> don't be don't be shy or whatever to uh, communicate in the 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 uh, the comments uh, because that's what it's that's what it's there for. The chit circle, those uh, the chit show in the comments. It is uh, they are opportunities to connect and to to communicate. <laughs> so the more we know about communication, the more we can uh, interact with uh, each other. So. Olivia, there have been more and more articles recently about the power of saying no, yes, and conversely, yes. Although, as you mentioned, I feel this is a trick question. <laughs> uh, Sandy, I would say no word, uh, no word or listening. That's a really good, uh, well, Olivia, that's a great uh, um, observation that we do talk more and more about. We're going back to the basics about talking um, about no and yes, and what does it really mean? Because there were, you know, a, a few years back, uh, there was the, 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 the big Me Too movement, which is still going today. And the idea that, you know, no means no. And for yes, to have the, uh, a full consent, you need to respect a, a lot of, I would say, communicative challenges. So if it wasn't a straight up yes, then everything else was a no. And we're still kind of, uh, you know, exploring that. So it is a very delicate subject, not in a sense that, uh, you know, it can hurt people. It can definitely hurt people. But uh, it's, it's a delicate subject that we, we need to unveil and unwrap really delicately delicately and with sensitivity and compassion because uh, those two words, no and yes, are so powerful in the message that they convey and how we use them is definitely a, a, a powerful way to identify ourselves. So really good observation, Olivia, to that in the last few years, we're coming back to the basics mostly because uh, most of us, me included, are the, we don't understand much about communication. So we need to come back to the basics. And one part, one major part of the communication, uh, of communicating with someone that is all, always, well, not always, but often forgotten about, is what Sandy is pointing out. It's listening. So whatever we use as words to communicate, if we have not listened before, then it's uh, you, obviously the, the, the communication will not be super effective. 
I like to remind myself often that I have two ears and one mouth. So I need to listen twice as much as I talk. And that will give me a good start. <laughs> That's not the only uh, uh, answer or solution, but it gives me a good start. All right, uh, Davi, I find that addressing the person's name makes your speech more considerable to the person you're speaking to. Does it make sense? Uh, well, Olivia completely agrees. <laughs> Regardless of the situation, I always try to use the person, the other person's name to form connection. Davi, you are spot on. <laughs> it was a trick question and you solved the, uh, the riddle, you solved the trick. It is the most powerful word that you can use in any language, in any form of communication is the other person's name. The, our name, regardless of how we got it, you know, sometimes you get it uh, at birth from your parents, sometimes you decide to change it a little bit later in life. The word that we, the word, like the, the, the personal name that we choose to uh, identify us, to, uh, that represents our whole, is our name. So every time that our name is uh, spoken, we vibrate with that with that word. So for others and for ourselves too, if we if, uh, when we are talking to uh, ourselves, the most powerful word we can use is a person's name. So great, great going. <laughs> I really like the uh, that uh, that uh, uh, aha moment. Well, not aha because you know <laughs> you said it, but uh, definitely that this is. Uh, a, a, a very strong example of how communicating, choosing specific words or consciously choosing to use somebody's name to address them is the, the sweetest word, the sweetest, the greatest vibration, vi uh, spoken vibration that uh, we can do to connect with somebody. So Davi, Olivia... Double, uh, double the points for you guys. You nailed it. All right, let's actually jump into the subject a little bit, uh, a little bit deeper. The first concept of NLP, neuro linguistic programming, that I want to share is this one. And uh, you know, I I think that my drawings are okay. Sometimes when I draw stuff, people go in a completely different direction. Uh, not so long ago, a few months ago, I did a drawing like this. I thought I drew a, an iceberg. My mom thought it was a, a, a carrot. So <laughs> you know, whatever, it, it, it fits with the, the, the concept that I'm trying to, uh, to share, but I'll explain it for sure. So here we have a map and here we have an actual mountain and grass and uh, water. So the first concept, one of the most important concepts in NLP is that the map, oh, actually, <laughs> I, I forgot to include a little bit, here we go, a little extra line. So the, the map is not equal to the territory. So even if you, when you look at a map, that has the all the features that you can find in the uh, on the actual territory so in the in real life 
then the map will still have, will, it will still miss information that you will find on the territory. So what that means, and there's so many ways that you can interpret that, but for today, it means that the words that we're going to explore are not, when you look at the words, you don't get the full picture until you use them and then you uh, co communicate and connect with somebody and then you get the feedback. So the same word, you know, let's say two person are, are looking at the same map, they will imagine that the real territory in two completely different ways. So, uh, and it's the same thing with words. If I use my name, Ian, if you close your eyes and you hear the word Ian, you might think of me. If somebody else that has never met me gets to the... Uh, gets to the the uh the same the same uh, idea close their eyes here's the word uh, ian they're gonna think about a, a completely different person so the same word has completely different uh interpretation and means comp something completely different because even though the two people are using the same words with the same map they don't have the whole the uh, the complete information, in this case, the territory or me as a person. I hope that uh, that makes sense. But just keep in mind that the first concept is that the map is not the territory, meaning that when we look at something, we don't have the full information until we really get uh, either on the territory or we really connect with that person. So that's the first concept of NLP. Uh, I, I, I think I did a presentation that went a little bit deeper on that, but this is definitely one of the main concepts of NLP. The map is not the territory, so you can have, you can look at all the, the maps that you, you want, but it's only once you get on the territory in real life that you have all the information. Second concept, and then we're gonna we're gonna apply those concepts to a few words. Second concept of NLP deals with this, and I talked about this uh, in the past. So you probably have a uh, if you were there when uh, if you if you saw the show where I I shared that concept, you probably know where I'm going with this. So. Let me know in the chat quickly, what do you see with this, with uh, this symbol, what I, what I drew on the, on the card? I'll give you a few seconds. Autumn, infinity, that's great. Thank you for all the, the, the hearts uh, on the inside timer and the likes on the, on the, uh, YouTube. I really appreciate that. Uh, Olivia, number eight, sideways. Monica, yes, infinity. Great answers. What about this? A dodgely drawn eight, yes. <laughs> yep, my drawing skills are limited. <laughs> Thank you for noticing, Sandy. So the exact same, uh, the exact same drawing, this 
means something, this means something completely different. And it's the exact same thing. And that's what I mean when, when you, we get the, we look at the map, this is, you know, I can give you a map like this, but if I don't give you all the information and say, well, the map goes vertically, okay, so it's not infinity, it's eight that you wanted to share with me. So if I don't give you the whole information, the whole story, then you're going to interpret it as, as it comes and the communication can be broken that way. I got another one for you guys. What is this one? I hope that it's it's flipped the right way. <laughs> but the, what is this one, you think? And Sandy, perspective. Yes, that's exactly where I'm going. So Davi, nine. Autumn, nine or six. Olivia, a small g. Oh, here we go. Now you can see the small g and the six. And whatever you saw or didn't saw, at the, at the first try, so again, question of uh, per perspective and perception. So when we have different perspectives, our perceptions are different. That's the second concept of NLP, is that perspective and perceptions are everything when we communicate. Because again, if I send you this and I say, well, you know, there is this many people in the in the group but i don't tell you that it goes that way you can receive it like that and then there's three chairs missing when we gather together so it's all a question of perspective and perception which goes a little bit deeper than this one because when you look at a map you have a uh, a perspective on the map a very individual and personal perspective and the perceptions that you get from it might be completely different than what you experience once you actually get on the uh, on the on the territory. So, keeping that in mind, we're going to move on with some with some uh, actual words to see how um, powerful, or I, I could even say, some type of hidden power and hitting hidden meaning that uh is that are that, that is <laughs> in some of the words that we use and because they're you know this is such a, a a wide field to play in i chose some words that are more relevant and specific to this show to the chit show and consciousness and uh you know health to be able to kind of play around with those and also considering that uh, I'm live for only an hour because we could play around with those for so many, uh, for a really long time. <laughs> this one, those two words, I already shared that concept or that, uh, that uh, aha moment or that realization in the past. So please, if you, if you know where I'm going, please share this. Uh, and if you don't, I will ask you to identify what is the main difference between those two words, so wellness and illness. Identify the, the main difference of those two words. It can be anything, just let your, your mind creativity go, 
and try try your best. Autumn, we and I, that's a really great start. So if I go like this, this uh, on this side here, so you see that those are the exact same letters, so two L's, N, E, two S's, and it's only the, the beginning that switches. Olivia, one is positive, one is less so. They, they are actually opposites, which also uh, brings a really, a really good consideration or an, or an idea is that when we talk about, how do I do this? <laughs> when we talk about wellness, I'm not, uh, I don't need this. When we talk about wellness, we usually, ironically, <laughs> we usually talk about our wellness. We, we as, a, as a culture, as a, you know, a society, we tend to take care of ourselves if we do so. Many of us don't, or not, not enough anyway. When we take care of ourselves, we usually do it by ourselves. So we rarely ask others to help us to feel better. When we are ill, so when we are um, uh, experiencing illness, we, and me included in this <laughs> for sure, we rarely take full responsibility. So we, we blame a bunch of various situations. So usually in wellness, we're by ourselves, we're alone. And in illness, we are with something or someone else. We blame others. We, we push the responsibility. You know, if uh, the, the government uh, thought differently, I would be, I would be in better shape. Uh, if I didn't have uh, so much work to do, I would take care of myself more and so on and so forth. The irony is in this is when we do this, is that wellness is we. There is no I in wellness. But when we, when we say wellness, we are in it together, but we rarely identify as a, a, a group, or I would say, we rarely connect with others to get better, to create our wellness. We are, we are <laughs> rarely connecting with others. And we know that it is in groups, whether we, we learn, whether we exercise, whether we, uh, anything that can support our wellness, when we do it together, two or more in a group, when we do it together, it's much easier, it's much simpler, it's much more motivating and inspiring than when we do it by ourselves. So even though it's we wellness, we get, we distance ourselves from others to try to make it on our own, which rarely works. It's when we are together in wellness that our efforts or and our investments really work out. Um, on the flip side, illness, as I shared, 
most of us, including me, <laughs> I do it all the time and I have to catch myself and then take full responsibility, we tend to blame our illnesses on the circumstances, on our lives, on our past, on, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's her hereditary, like on our lineage, on anything else, but ourselves. And the idea is that in illness, we need, we must be, we must take full ownership of our illness to be able to cure it. When, uh, when we, we kind of push aside the I in illness, then we are, from the start, we are doomed. We, we cannot heal if we do not take 100% ownership and responsibility on our illness. So two words that we use very openly, wellness and illness, very similar, but the way we use the, the way we, we say them and the way we live them is completely contradictory. So again, it's all a question of perspective and perception. I know that now you will see wellness, you will see the we in wellness, and you will keep in mind that to get better, to be better, to level up, you need others. We need to connect to be, to get to the next level. And in illness, still connect for sure. But as long as you do not take full responsibility and ownership of your illness, your, your path to health or back to health, is compromised from the beginning. When in illness, take full ownership and then go get help, go connect with others to get back to wellness. I hope that makes sense. Let me know what, uh, what you think, uh, how you, you capture all this. Uh, Sandy, I love, the, uh, I love the irony. Autumn, uh, heart, heart, heart. <laughs> Autumn, yes, get it. You're getting it. Mel, wow, love looking at words like that. Thank you. I really appreciate the uh, the the you sharing your your aha moments. Uh, I know when I started to deep dive into NLP and the 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 power of words and the the the, the language, how how well we can we can uh, express ourselves in ways that everybody understands. But then as long as we use words like these openly, then it is definitely trickier to, to communicate uh, freely and openly. But once everybody knows what we're actually talking about and what we're actually referring to, then it, it's uh, much simpler and much easier to talk about wellness because the, the solution of illness is in the word and the, 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 the opportunity of wellness, or I should say, I should say that reverse, the opportunity in illness is part of the word. So I, I am ill, I take full on responsibility and the solution to get back to wellness is in the word also. We are to connect, we are uh, meant to connect and level up together. So 
Sandy, makes me think of the African pro proverb, uh, if you want to run fast, run alone. If you want to run far, run together. Exactly. That's, that's the, the, a really good uh, way to support our all wellness goals whatsoever. We are in it together. Mel, love that quote, Sandy. Yes, definitely. And uh, Donna, I and we, amazing. Yeah, the, the, when we start to understand really what we're saying, I, I would say 99% of the time when we ask a question, the answer is within the words that we use. So uh, how can I get back to wellness? How can I support my path to wellness? Well, the answer is right there. Connect with others, ask for help, and uh, su support uh, others. We are in this together. So let's get into another another example. Same uh, same area, same uh, kind of thinking. This disease. Oh, I kind of gave it away there. <laughs> what do you think that this implies? Because we use it. You know, oh, it's a disease. Uh, usually, it's going to be the opposite of health. So I'm either I'm either healthy or I have a disease. So what do you feel that? Uh, wh what do you think that this is uh, expressing to you, uh, Debbie? What percentage of people are realized seeking? Not sure. Not sure. Uh, uh, not sure. I understand your question. If you want to elaborate, feel free to do so, and I will definitely uh, uh, reconnect with you. Um, Sandy, Joe Dispenza springs to mind. That's a really good reference. Uh, Harish, uh, not at ease. Exactly. Sandy, this ease. Exactly. That's where I'm going with this. So if we split it like this, this ease, so not at ease. If we look the the definition of ease or uh, being at ease is being in a state where uh, I don't have to force it, I don't have difficulties. Uh, that is easy. And when we have a a disease, what we're really saying is that we remember wellness, <laughs> remember wellness here. An illness that I need to take full ownership of my, my situation, then when I say that I have a disease, it means that my being is, as uh, Davi says, uh, Sandy, Haresh, my body is not at ease, so it is experiencing difficulties. It is not easy for my body right now to thrive, to live, to even if the disease is really important, then to even to survive. So when our body, when our health is compromised, it means that our body is hitting roadblocks that we call disease that brings it out of ease or out of the, um, the, the natural, its natural element of being healthy and thriving. So that's another one that, we, we use constantly, and when we really look at it, the solution of a disease is in the word. So if I have a disease, if my body is not at ease, 
what is the solution? How can I heal? Well, it's to get rid of the roadblock, get rid of the difficulty that my body is experiencing. So a lot of diseases are caused by what we eat or by what we do or by you know, even how we think and how we, we vibrate and all, the, all these different elements. Let's take what we eat. So if I eat something and it creates a dis-ease in me, <clears throat> in my body, then the way to heal from it is to take away the difficulty or stop the dis-ease of, uh, stop the dis and go back to the ease. So if I take care of the, the, the roadblock or the difficulty, my body will naturally come back to, to being at ease and getting healthy and healing by itself. So that was a quick one. Uh, a few comments. Uh, Davi, uh, not at ease or even sick, so to speak. Same thing with uh, sickness. So being sick is being in a state that is uh, contrary to health. But even sickness, ness, when we say it, it's a nest of being sick of, you know, uh, whatever is uh, ailing you at that moment. So even when we go back here, so wellness, it's the nest where we feel well. Illness, it's the nest where we feel ill, you know. So when, whenever you see that at the end of the word, N-E-S-S, think that the, the, what we're trying to express, it's a nest. So it's a center, it's a hub for feeling well. So wellness, it's the nest of, or the, 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 the center of my well-being. That was another little bit uh, of an extra one. Carly, hello, Carly. Great to, uh, to see you here. Thank you for, for making it uh, after your, I think your son's presentation or something like that. Thank you for, for that. All right, let's, let's dive, a little, uh, dive a little bit deeper. That one is a, um, and again, I want to recap a little bit of what we're talking about since the beginning with the NLP and the, the power of words is that because because the map is not the territory, then the words that we use, we can word disease like this, but as long as we don't start to understand or for, for as much as we can understand that word, if we don't start to really dissect it and understand it, then we don't have the full experience of that word. So when we understand and when we, we see the word, the exact word for what it is, and when we speak it, what we're actually see, saying, then we don't, we don't just use the map. We actually know the territory so we can communicate in a much better way for the person that we want to connect with. So when we do communicate with the words that we use, if the person is not understanding exactly what we want to communicate, then we can ask those, the, that person, what word are you not understanding? Or I feel that, you know, when I talk about wellness, we're not exactly seeing it the same way. So then you can dissect that word a little bit deeper to, um, 
to come to a, a, a common understanding and then the communication is much clearer. So when we know that, when we are open to that level of communication, then we can choose, consciously choose the words that we say, the words that we use to communicate to uh, at the same time communicate that deeper level of when I say that I am, I am, I am experiencing illness to know, or let's put it the, the other way around. When somebody says that they are experiencing illness, then you know that they haven't completely and fully um, integrated their responsibilities towards that illness. Otherwise, they would not use that language. If they say, I'm on my, you know, I, I, I was ill, now I'm on my path to wellness, then you know 100% somebody that says, I am on my path to wellness, that the person is connected with the, the, the we, like this. The person has connected with others and is getting help because we, W-E, we, are on the path of wellness. So that's that's the, the, the overall recap, <laughs> not just to get lost in so many words and so many examples. So it's always about understanding exactly what we're saying, what you're saying to communicate more effectively. So quick reminder from Olivia, uh, for anyone jumping in a bit late, replays are available on Ian's YouTube channel. That's a great reminder, Olivia. I completely forgot about that. Simply look up Ian Renault and you'll have access to the full catalog of shows. You can also engage with him further uh, there uh, in the comments. So yes, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, I would recommend YouTube. It's much more uh, simpler to find me. Uh, so all the replays are there for all the shows and some extra videos. Uh, and when, uh, when people ask me questions, uh, specific questions that I feel that they can uh, benefit for everybody. I also respond to those questions uh, via videos. So I have another uh, video with two questions or two answers that is coming up in the next few days. So thank you for that reminder, Olivia. Let's continue to deep dive into this conversation. I got uh, two words left. I hope I'm going to get through them, but uh, know that there are Almost every single word that we use, well, no, all the words that we use have their, their individual power and meaning, and most of them have a, a deeper meaning, a hidden meaning that we don't usually understand or we're not even aware of when we use those words. So it's always interesting to go just a little bit deeper to really understand what we're saying so we can consciously choose to share that message in a, a, for a future uh, communication. So let's jump to another one. Enthusiasm. What do you think, what do you feel is going on with, uh, with this word? When, when, I, uh, when I understood what is going on with this word, I, I thought it was so, <laughs> well, actually I thought it was magical because I didn't really, uh, I never looked at that word um, like that before. And once I did, then every time that I used that word, it, it had a much deeper meaning. So enthusiasm, what do you feel that is 
going on with uh, with this word. Again, if you want, uh, <laughs> you don't you don't have to answer in the in the comments. It's always uh, uh, optional. There, there's no pressure on it. The this word, there is one specific. Um, I would say, Davi, it's a difficult one. Yeah, there's no that that one is not a trick question. <laughs> Let me give you a, a hint, or a hint, or the the answer how to how to see it. So, and enthusiasm. If you look it up online uh, in a dictionary or online, you will have the answer. Enthuse. It means like uh, infused, but specifically from the, the, the Greek, the old Greek language. It means enthused or in, infused with God. So with the, at that time, they were referring to somebody that is enthusiastic. Enthusiastic? Yeah. And yeah. So somebody that was sharing or uh, displaying enthusiasm. It was the, the excitement that they felt was inspired by God. So not necessarily religious God. It can be uh, it can be religious. It can be something else. It can be uh, infused by the universe, infused by life. It, enthusiasm, somebody that is enthusiastic. Can we use that about like, you know, about any type of any level of joy or any level of passion? But now that you you understand that enthuse and in theos meaning god in me so enthusiasm it it really means at a passionate level that is inspired by creativity or a creative a, a creativity that is inspired by my uh, my intuition which comes from my higher self so when we use the word enthusiasm now we know that it, it is a completely different level than, oh, I'm enthusiastic about what's coming up or whatever. It's really, I am infused by my God or my interpretation of a divine uh, element. So enthusiasm is another word that when we know the, the meaning, we can go a little bit deeper into our communication. So as an example for me, the um i really like acronyms and i i chose seven words to describe how i want to show up not how i want but how i am <clears throat> showing up in life and my acronym is namaste so n-a-m-a-s-t-e and the e at the end i chose enthusiasm so or enthusiastic so I show up with enthusiasm as if, as if I am infused by universe, by life. I'm passionate. I hope that you feel my passion while uh, on the chit show and in the videos and in the answers that I give. But uh, definitely when I started, when I understood, I've never considered myself an enthusiastic person before. But when once I got the, the meaning of it, that it means that when I, I show, I display enthusiasm, it means that I am 
infused or inspired by life that my my light shines at is at its brightest then we are uh, then i am displaying fully this concept of in, of enthusiasm and that's why i chose it in my acronym on how i choose to show up in life <clears throat> Uh, Sandy, so interesting. Thank you. Thank you. David, that's why that's why we are here. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that your my my enthusiasm uh, calls or you know attracts whoever needs to to hear those words. All right. Last uh, last word because now I can see that the time is uh, is running. So last word that we hear, we use, like now it's like a, 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 a theme or a concept that we use at work, at home, and keep, let, let me know what you see in this, uh, in this word. How, uh, I, I kind of gave you a little hint on how I wrote the, uh, the, the letters, but, uh, or, or the, the, the space between the letters, but let me know how, uh, what you see in this. I hope that uh, you know mindfulness. We usually uh, we usually associate it with um, you know having, ironically enough, having an empty mind, letting go, uh, being present, being being conscious. And Mel is definitely on the on the right path. Let me give you a little bit of a um, Sandy. Well, it's the opposite, isn't it? <laughs> Here you go, you. Mindful. <laughs> and as we saw earlier, N-E-S-T, so nest. So it's the nest where my mind is full, but we use it in a completely different way. And this is not like a, a critique on mindfulness at all. I, I practice mindfulness many, many, uh, uh, well, almost, at least I, I try to be mindful uh, all the time, which I'm not succeeding. <laughs> Probably not as much as I, I as I would be as I as I should. But anyway, so mindfulness—it's the nest where my mind is full, and we talk about mindfulness mostly about you know letting go, being present, uh, the the unattached uh, unattachment or disattachment of things and circumstances. But what we're really saying is that our mind is full and needs to be full to create that nest that will, will uh, the nest is the, the point where I can come back to and be mindful and be, be present and, and be whole. So uh, like Sandy, Sandy shared, we, we give it, a different meaning when we share about mindfulness. You know, you, you should be more mindful. You uh, you should practice mindfulness or whatever. And we think that mindfulness, we usually automatically go to meditation and, you know, to, uh, uh, to clear our minds. But what we're really saying is that we need to, again, the, the, the solution, you know, if you, uh, if we lack mindfulness, the solution is in the word. We need to create the nest, the point, the center where we can come back to 
where our mind is full. There is, obviously, there is a little catch. It, our mind uh, needs to be full, but of certain things, <laughs> certain elements, not full of stress, not full of critiques or, you know, self-deprecative uh, comments. We need to choose what we put in our mind to fill it with supportive thoughts, supportive feelings, supportive actions. So we need to be conscious of what we put in our mind because once it's full, it will create the nest where we come back to. So if we, we fill our mind with stuff that is not supportive, when we come back to the nest, we will, um, whatever we fill our minds with, will have an impact on us. And that nest, that center, that's where we come back to the, the present moment, the, uh, you know, the, the, the consciousness, the, where we are, that we are, you know, we are human beings, so with, where we need to be, then what we fill that with will impact us on everything. So that's why mindfulness is super attractive now on the, in the workplaces, but there's a key point missing to that whole practice is that mindfulness is not about emptying your mind and being 100% free of everything. It is about filling your mind of what you need to support you and to, uh, to, to help you on your path. So then when you come back to your nest, you will have uh, you will be fed and supported by the right elements for you it's different for everybody but for you right now what do you need fill your mind with this it might be meditation it might be affirmations it might be music it might be anything you want like uh, good thoughts uh, good uh, uh, good comments or feedback uh, on yourself might be whatever you need to to fill your mind with but once your mind is full, you create the nest where you come back. That's what mindfulness is about. Davi, being mindful is about being here and now exactly. So that, that nest that we create in the present moment where we're not in the, uh, you know, uh, caught up in the past. So probably nostalgic or sad or uh, we're not caught up in the future either, so we're not, uh, uh, you know, not stressed or not um, anxious. When we come back to the present moment, we are mindful, but we need to be aware and conscious of what our mind is full of. <laughs> because if we practice, or I should say, we can practice mindfulness all we want, if our mind is full of critiques and of unsupportive comments and thoughts, every time that we come back in the present moment here and now, those things, those, uh, those elements will come back and then it doesn't support us for the, the upcoming uh, you know, journey or situation or whatever. So something to keep in mind, something to be mindful of, <laughs> that it's really relevant to know and to choose what we fill our mind with when we practice and develop our mindfulness. Good. Davi, my therapist always says, choose to be on your side. 
uh, it has to do with what you've just said. Yeah, definitely. If you, if you, that's a really good way to to say it, to share it. If you need to choose a side, choose you. <laughs> Support you. Fill your mind with what you need. Take care of yourself. Come back to yourself. Develop, you know, deepen your inner peace. Develop your own self-image and self-concept and deepen your self-knowledge and you will you will be able to fill how uh, i shared that in the past too to fill your your uh, cup of tea so you can when it start to overflow over uh, and you yeah overflow then you can serve you can give that overflow of love of respect of admiration of compassion of uh, uh, of anything that you gave yourself you can give that overflow to others and because you're overflowing then you'll never run out you'll never burn out you'll never go uh, into depression because you're you constantly you are constantly replenish replenishing your cup so I hope all that makes sense I know that I <laughs> I speak a lot obviously I speak for an hour straight so I hope that these the, this concept, that main concept, that the words that we use always have, most of the time, have a deeper meaning. And sometimes, as we uh, as we saw, thank you, Davi. Thank you. Have a great uh, evening. I just saw your message that uh, you have to go. Well, evening, actually. Davi's in Australia, so it's Monday morning uh, for him. So uh, thank you for uh, your donation. For those of you that are th uh, that are wondering. Donations on Inside Timer uh, support the platform so the lives are accessible for everybody. And at the same time, it supports my work. So it's always appreciated. I receive the, the likes, the uh, heart, and all your, your manifestations of love. I receive them and they're really touching. So as I was saying, in the it is deeply relevant to understand really what we're saying, the deeper meanings of words. So when we consciously choose those words to express ourselves, then the communication with others can be much more open, much more authentic. And at, at the um, when we communicate with others with that uh, that knowledge, we're much more flexible and um, I would say open or ready for any type of feedback because we know. From what we saw today uh, with the, the map and the territory, that when we share our map, so communicating is sharing our map with somebody else. When we share our map with somebody else, because they don't, they don't have the whole ter territory, they are not us, then when we share only the map, whatever comes back, we understand that it's not about us. It's about the map. They, they're not understanding completely or fully the map that we shared. Maybe it's the way we shared it. Maybe it's the actual map that we shared or the, the you know, which is, it might be a comment. It might be feedback. It might be a question. They might not uh, understand the intention behind the map. So they are kind of throwing the map back at us. But know in these moments that it's about the map. It's not about the territory because the person in front of you does not, it, well, he or she is not you. 
they don't have the territory, they don't have the whole information. So they're just uh, communicating and dealing with the map. So that's the whole concept of the power of words that it is when we choose our words consciously, once we know exactly what they mean and what we're saying, that the communication can be much clearer. So thank you, Sandy, for your donation. I really appreciate it. Last element, every time that I do a chit show, I give a recommendation for, uh, for something that's coming up in the next either few minutes or the next hour uh, that gives you the opportunity to go a little bit deeper or something similar on the concept that we just uh, we just covered and i found you uh, i found a really uh, interesting <laughs> interesting uh, uh, opportunity to go a bit deeper into mindfulness that's why i chose the word mindfulness as the the last one so when you go into deeper into your practice with Stephanie Nash, which will be on in about uh, just over 50 minutes. So when you decide to go deeper with Stephanie Nash with clever mindfulness tips and strategies, keep in mind that those tips and strategies will fill your mind to create the nest where you go back to. So whatever resonates with those tips and strategies you keep them in your mind. Whatever doesn't resonate, you just let them go, push them on the side, and then keep what, uh, what resonates with you and what supports you in this moment, in the present moment, when you come back to that nest uh, with your mind full. Being conscious about what you put in your mind will create well, we'll uh, that is the whole practice of mindfulness is being conscious and being aware of what you put in your mind to create the nest where you can come back to in the present moment. So Stephanie Nash in 53 minutes, clever mindfulness and uh, strategies. That is an opportunity to go a little bit deeper in your practice after what we covered. So I want to thank you for uh for for everything for your presence for your participation for your comments uh if you uh mel stephanie has awesome lives great excellent appreciate you recommending other teachers ian my pleasure i feel that we're we're all in here uh, uh, as teachers and as learners me too i am a learner on the platform so i i definitely uh, appreciate sharing the, the 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 information with others so I thank you all for, for today, for taking the time to connect. Hey, Akasha, uh, somebody just uh, joined in on uh, YouTube. Thank you for being here, Akasha. I really appreciate it. And as uh, uh, Akasha is doing, if you, uh, uh, if you missed some type of some uh, part of the presentation, you can go on YouTube and check out my, my uh, channel with all the replays of the chit show and some extra videos. And finally, the last uh, offer, if you want to continue to engage in the conversation on the Insight Timer platform, we have a group that is called the Chit Circle. Uh, it's free to join. You just uh, sign in, uh, sign up on the app, join on the, the group, 
and uh, we can chat about consciousness, recommend some uh, various meditations that uh, we like on the platform, and all around support each other with the, the, the same idea where we consciously deepen our inner peace. So it is a wrap-up for today. I wish you a great week, and I will see you. Uh, oh, my next show, I was going to say that the Chit Show is usually on the Sunday uh, evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern time. That is my time zone. Uh, but next weekend, I do a special show on the gift of mental health on uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas night, Christmas evening. So on the 25th uh, of December, 7 p.m. my time zone. So if you're uh, around a little bit around the world, then you can adjust accordingly. But uh, when I close this, uh, this live, you will see an, on the Inside Timer app, you will see it pop up for, uh, for you to get the, to click and to have a notification. And if you are on YouTube or uh, on YouTube, then you will have, uh, you can subscribe and you will have a, sub, uh, a notification when I post it online. So, all right, thank you. That's it for the evening. Remember the power of words and how you use them is deeply significant on the outcome of the communication that you will have with others. I wish you all the best, my friend. Take good care of yourself and I'll see you soon. Namaste.